Jimmy Butler, he's a very interesting player to me. This goes to show the, off- the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up. And when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. It, it makes it almost impossible for their, uh, for their bats to get going or have any confidence in the locker room when you're getting absolutely hosed on the uh, defensive end. He's like, oh shoot, I don't know where to go with the ball because I haven't been able to think. It's their defense, man. Megan Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt. You saw Luka. I'm very intrigued to see how Luka bounces back after his first playoff series. For next season, there are massive free agents like Giannis. And if Giannis goes to a team like the Heat, like I said before, um, I expect them to win the championship. Four teams who could win the AFC in my mind, legitimately. Steelers, Chiefs, Titans, Ravens. Stay undefeated when they face the Mighty Mighty Cowboys with Garrett Gilbert and Tony Pollard. It was a great series. Game four was one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. So happy when the Astros lost because it would definitely be a 2020 thing to have the Astros win a World Series and then you have to hear them. Now LeBron's a four-time champion and Anthony Davis gets his first. That's just, it's unacceptable. Yeah, I was impressed by their game. Braden Point, Andre Pilat, uh, Nikita Kucherov, that was the best line in the playoffs, no doubt. Um, I think you have two established number one wide receivers in Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, and I think you have an emerging star in C.D. Lamb. Hey everyone, I'm Jared Sandler, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our 28th episode. Last episode, we did playoff predictions for Wildcard Weekend. Austin went 4-2, and two, and I went 5-1. and one. We will be reviewing those in this today's episode. Also, some good news. We expanded to Apple Podcasts, so make sure to check that out. And let's get right to reviewing Wildcard Weekend, and then we will make predictions for this weekend's games. I'll let you start it off, Austin. Yeah, so the first game that we saw was on Saturday. Um, it was between the Bills and the Colts. Um, both of us believed that the Bills would win. I had it being a lot closer, and it was. It ended up being a very close game, coming down to the final throw by Philip Rivers. Um, I agree with him going forward on that fourth down and goal. While it didn't work out, I believe that was the game. Uh, it also didn't help that Rodrigo Blankenship missed a 33-yard field goal. Um, this got me questioning the Bills, but the Colts were a good team. They did pretty good defense. John Taylor was running all over them. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, um, the actual score was 27-24, so that key field goal missed by Blankenship would have tied the game. Maybe it would have gone to overtime earlier. It would have affected the score. And, yeah, you said you anticipated it to be a lot closer. I didn't. I I gave the Bills a 10-point lead um, in my prediction. So I was very surprised. And for the Colts, that they were down to that last throw by Phillip Rivers. And I'm very interested to see if the Colts make a change. Maybe Philip Rivers decides to retire. And the Bills, yeah, I wasn't I was impressed, but not what I expected because they were soaring right into into this game. They had put fifty six against the Dolphins defense, but they only got twenty seven. So I think we can move on to the next game, which was the Seahawks and Rams. And they the Rams actually scored more points than I expected. Um, Jared Goff did come in after John Warford. Uh, Warford got out with that um, hit by Jamal Adams. And Aaron Donald is just a physical beast. And 
before I turn it over to you, Austin, did you catch uh, the Troy Aikman compliment about Aaron Donald? I did not. What did he say? He said Aaron Donald was the best pass rusher he has ever seen. So that's that a, was that's a high compliment to say the least. Um, I personally disagree, but he is up there. Um, I I expected it to be a lot uh, more de- divisive of a Rams win. I had it being eight points. You had it as a four point. It ended up being thirty to twenty with a very late touchdown by the. Uh, Seahawks with like three minutes left that really did not matter. Um, the real story of the game, there were two. Cam Akers went off against a Seahawks defense that still never learned how to guard the run. And then Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, and the rest of the defenders on the Rams really put Russ into one of the worst games I've ever seen him play ever. Um, he threw under 15%. He threw a pick six. He almost threw another pick. He didn't play well. And the Seahawks really need to go soul-searching. They fired their offensive coordinator, and I don't really think that was their problem. They scored 20 points. It was their defense, I believe, was the problem. Do you agree? Yeah, um, and you mentioned that pick six. That was an incredible play by Williams. And then you mentioned Jalen Ramsey. He basically shut down DK Metcalf, and I think that kind of showed people DK Metcalf is not one of the best receivers in the league. He may be there in the future, but right now, he was. He is not one of the best. He's very good, and he has a great duo with Tyler Lockett. But he didn't make key plays. Like they were trying to give him that ball in that pick six, but the guy jumped the route. Do you have anything to say about that? Yeah, it was just a tremendous play. Um, Russell Wilson's a great quarterback. We all know this, but he, I think, is another piece away on offense. Maybe another offensive line piece that can help him out. His left tackle is good, but besides that, his line is a little below average. Um, but the, the Seahawks, I believe, have a great future because of the quarterback they have. I think we can move on to Washington versus the Bucks. Um, this game was about where I expected points-wise, but I did not expect the Washington football team to score 23. I had the game being 24-14. It ended up being 31-23. Close on the point amount, not close on how many they scored. Taylor Heineke was a story to behold because uh, Alex Smith could not play. Um Tom Brady played very well, and I think they're going to start rolling. Your thoughts? Yeah, um, we made our predictions because we thought Alex Smith was going to play, but then it came out right before the game he wasn't going to play, and an incredible game by Tyler Haneke, and I think he's put his name in the hat for the starting quarterback next season because, to me, that is wide open. Um, there are injury concerns with Alex Smith, Kyle Allen's coming up for an injury, coming back from an injury. So Tyler Haneke, I think, can definitely make a play and maybe somewhere else. And I was impressed with Tom Brady, but not the supporting pieces around him. To me, you have a guy making his first start in the postseason, and they didn't really take advantage of it on defense. So I'm not sure how I see them going in this game. I just wasn't that impressed because I think Chris Godwin dropped a couple of easy passes. May have been nerves, but. That's just not what I expected. Yeah, uh, it was a much closer game. It came down to the very end, and I, I, I expect the Bucks Saints game to be good. But we can move on to Titans Ravens, which was a really surprising game. Um, if you have watched the video before this, you will remember that I said I don't believe the Ravens can stop Derrick Henry. I was completely wrong. That was what they had to do to win, and they did it. 
Um, I wasn't really impressed by most of the players on the, the Ravens offense. I saw it as stagnant against even a pretty porous defense by the Titans. So I don't really trust them against this Bills defense coming up. But if they could stop the run like they have been, the Bills don't really have a running game. But the, if the defense could play like they did against the Titans, they will have a chance. And uh, their defense—I mean, their offense will just have to come to play. Lamar Jackson was their only explosive piece, and their offense looked so bad besides him. Your thoughts? Yeah. Um, so I had picked the Ravens just because of their defense and Calais Campbell. Like they brought in Calais Campbell, I think for a reason to be a pass rusher, but also stop Derrick Henry because that Derrick Henry knocked him out of the playoffs, and that's exactly what it did. It was a great team effort, and you were exactly right. The passing game for the Ravens has hasn't impressed me this season, but the running by Lamar Jackson, like that twenty yard something touchdown, was just incredible. He came to play and he got his first career playoff win. So I think that silenced some of the uh, credits about him not being a good uh, quarterback in the playoffs because this was third time in the playoffs. The two previous times in the playoffs, he had been kicked out in his first game. So it would definitely be an interesting thing because. The Bills' defense, I believe, is far better than the Titans' defense playing right now. But I think we can move on to the Saints and Bears. What do you think? Yeah, so the Saints and Bears game, I feel like that Javon Wims drop uh, really set the Bears back. They had a serious chance of winning this game despite the 29 to, uh, 21-9 to score. Um, the Saints were terrible on offense this game. Uh, they just had some lucky bounces that got them in prime position to score. Um, I am worried about this Saints team because if they're not going to exploit the uh, how bad the Bears are, really, uh, while they're not a bad defensive team, their team their de- defense was on the they had like seven first and goals on that one drive or and goal plays, and they kind of got bailed out on that. I don't really I think they should have had to kick a field goal there. And it, the game would have been closer. Um, but I I expected the Saints to score more. My prediction was 31 to 18. Like I said, the score ended up being 21 to 9. And I'm worried about this Saints team. I don't uh I don't really know if Hendrickson's supposed to be back yet. However, he uh they're gonna need him to get to the quarterback against this Bucks team that I think is going to start turning into high gear. Yeah, um, the Bears, I think it's definitely time to move on from quarterback for Mitch because he didn't make some key plays, but that Wimstroff was definitely a play that was not on him. It was on the wide receiver. And Matt Nagy kept his job, which I believe was – I was a little surprised because they only put nine points up. But maybe he gets one more year. And then I saw Chuck Pagano uh, retired, and I'm not a huge fan of Chuck Pagano, so I'm wondering if the Bears go after – a defensive guy who I think is coming out of retirement again, Wade Phillips, because I think that would be they got some playmakers, and I think Wade Wade Phillips loves to work with playmakers. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, that'd be an interesting move. Um, but this Bears defense isn't the problem. We all know this. I believe that they can upgrade their O line. Nick Foles can be the quarterback for them. Um, he's played better than Mitch this season, despite the fact that the win totals haven't shown it. Uh, he's had one of the highest percentage of. Uh, chances to catch like they did that like completion percentage thing like which ones are uncatchable and catchable 65 percent of his passes are catchable so he he's a he's a much better qb than mitch the difference is his speed 
and mobility, which Mitch can get out of the pocket. That's why he's a better quarterback for a team with a bad line. But to move on to the Saints, um, they're going to need to get healthy, and Drew Brees has to come to play. Tom Brady can still throw the deep ball. I don't. I'm not confident in Drew Brees' uh, Brees's ability to do that. Um, he's need. He's going to need to prove me wrong like the Ravens did. Um, but I, I. I'm not as confident. We can move on to the most surprising game of the week by far, uh, the Steelers versus the Browns. Um, this started uh, started out 28 to zero. The Steelers really put themselves in the hole, despite the fact that I think Ben Roethlisberger played better than a lot of people give him credit for. Um, he started off really badly, as did his entire team. However, he came to play through for over 500 yards and four tutties. Uh, but he did have those four picks. Your thoughts? Yeah, um, I was really surprised, too. This was a game we both picked the Steelers to win, and then the Browns beat them. They got the 28-point lead. And from the start, it was shocking because Marquise Pouncey threw the ball over Big Ben head and these are two veteran players who have been in the playoffs before and it just didn't look well and then you have a pick from Big Ben and the thing is about the Steelers is they don't have a true running game that and Big Ben's getting up there at age and he doesn't take care of himself as like Tom Brady does so it's important to have a run game especially and they asked him to throw the ball like 68 times I'm pretty sure a very high number after a guy coming off a huge surgery in the offseason. So, but great job by the Browns. They took advantage, and that run game was unstoppable. You mentioned it in the video before, and you said it was key to the run game, and Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb came to play. And then that was that's what did that run game as incredible as that just slowed down the clock. Yeah, so I think we can move on to the first game which is tomorrow at 4.35 p.m. Eastern between uh, the Rams and the Packers. So I have this game being 27-13 Packers. Um, I know that may seem like a high score, like a high differential for some people, but I do not trust uh, uh, Jared Goff in games where it is uh, cold out. Um, He has played terribly in those games and actually never won a game below freezing. Um, And I think that home field advantage, while home teams were 127, 128, and 1, the first time ever where they were below 500, I think the home field advantage for a team in the cold weather really does hold true against teams like L.A. who play in a dome. Your thoughts? Yeah, so I'm going to disagree with you on this. Uh, Well, actually, I agree with your point on the cold weather, how that's going to affect Jared Goff. But Jared Goff, to me, is not what powers this offense. It's the run game. And the run game will not be as as will not be affected as much as throwing the ball will be for LA. And I believe their offensive line is fully healthy. They got Andrew Whitworth back. So I think that's going to be the key to powering the Packers. While they did upgrade while they did do great against Sarah Henry, I like the um, Brown and Akers for the Rams, and I'm just going to um, trust in the Rams defense as Aaron Donald will play. And I don't see, this goes back to the Packers, they don't have a legitimate second weapon. And I think the Rams secondary can eliminate the other weapons while Devontae Adams will still cause some problems. I think maybe they can double team him and he won't, they can limit him and no one else will take over. And a key thing about Aaron Jones is Aaron Donald, I think is the key to that because he can help stop the run game and he can bring up pressure freeing up Leonard Floyd, take advantage of the left tackle. Um, 
David Bakhtiari is injured, so they have a backup left tackle, and Leonard Floyd's playing great. So I think that's going to be the key with Aaron Donald just giving pressure to Aaron Rodgers and affecting him. So I have the score super low scoring. Uh, the Packers scoring 13 and the Rams winning by a field goal with 16 points. What do you think? Yeah, that's an interesting take. Um, it isn't a backup left tackle. We moved our left guard who should, uh, I think, made the Pro Bowl, Elton Jenkins. We moved him to left tackle. And I think we have a different left guard in. Um, but the Packers, they're going to be, they are down. That is, the, I, I believe, David Batiari is the best left tackle in the league. Um, but I believe their O-line, which was, I think, second best in the league behind the Browns for this entire season, will uh, be able to at least slow down Aaron Donald and all the forces they have up front. It'll be a good game, but I don't think – here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers. He makes players who aren't weapons very good. We saw that with Jeff Janis when he caught those two bombs against the Cardinals. He has MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who's been playing well and has big big yard uh, games all the time. Robert Tanyan has 10 touchdowns on the year. I don't think they – I agree. They don't have a second full-out weapon uh, in the passing game other than, like, Aaron Jones. And if you want to just go, like, receivers, I agree. However, I believe that he can make his own because of how good Aaron Rodgers is. But we can move on to the Bills versus Ravens. Well, I'm just going to – I'm just going to stop you. Um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is great. Um, I just think the deciding factor is Donald because that pressure combined with the good secondary, I think is going to affect him. But I just wanted to make that point before we transition. Um, but, yeah, I'll yeah, let that's you. Yeah, that's fine. That's a good point to make. So we have the second game uh, tomorrow, which takes place at 8.15 uh, Eastern. This game is between the Bills and the Ravens. I think this is going to be – a more grinded out game because I believe that the Ravens are going to take a lot of time off the clock. So I, I think Josh Allen is going to be sitting down for the majority of this game, but I do see them coming through and winning 23 to 20. The Ravens defense will put up a fight, but because of how stagnant the offense is, as long as they put a spy on Lamar Jackson, I don't think he'll be too explosive and too unguardable. So as long as they put a fast safety Jordan Poyer or somebody on, uh, Lamar the entire game. I feel like they should have a, a very good chance at holding them to 20 points and winning this game 23-20. Your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I have the Bills winning too. I have the score being 24-17. to 17. The run game for the Ravens is very good, but the thing is when they get behind, they cannot, they can't, they can't run the ball, so they have to rely on their passing game. And this secondary for the Bills is, has an easier matchup. They have some great they have a great corner in Tredavious White and then they also have Josh Norman and I think the Ravens don't have a good wide receiving core compared to the Bills who have a great wide receiving core they got Stefan Diggs they got John Brown and they also have Cole Beasley so the Ravens secondary faces a tougher matchup and I think the Bills win it because of that passing and even with the Ravens taking a lot a lot of the time I think that lowers the scoring, but I still have the Bills winning just because of how good the wide receiving core is. Yeah. Um, it's going to be tough for the Ravens. This is not their type of game to win. But it's going to be down to Josh Allen. Can you make those big plays against a quality defense with the Ravens? Uh, do you have any other thoughts before I move on to the last, uh, the first game on Sunday? Nope. Definitely a good game to watch. Saturday is a great day. Yep. 
Uh, so let's move on to the third game of the weekend. First game of Sunday at 3.05 p.m. Uh, Eastern. This is between the Chiefs and the Browns. A real David versus Goliath story. Um, I do not trust the Browns' uh, offense because of, like you said, you cannot run the ball as efficiently, or at least you can't trust it as much when you're down because you can't waste all that much time. I believe the Chiefs, if they re- if they're going to receive the ball, I, I, I it does not matter whether they win the toss or not. They are going to ask to receive and get out early. So this Browns team has to rely on Baker, and I do not trust this Baker versus Mahomes uh, battle. I think. Patrick will win easily, not only because he has wide receivers like Tyree Kill and tight ends like Travis Kelsey, but also he's a veteran now, at least for the playoffs. He's been there. He's done that. And I believe that it's Baker does not have that experience to help lead him or the coach to do it. Kevin Stefanski is relatively new to the coaching scene as a head coach, and Andy Reid's been there, done that, just like Patrick Mahomes. Your thoughts? Yeah, um, the Browns' run game, I think – can slow down the Chiefs offense, but Chiefs offense is an unstoppable thing. So you can try to slow him down, but I still have him make him 31 points um, and the Browns just scoring 21. And you mentioned how the Browns are a huge running game and how that takes up a lot of thought. The Chiefs can score. And going back to last year's playoffs when they made that incredible run, they can eliminate an incredible deficit. Like all their postseason wins were deficits. The biggest one was three touchdown lead if I'm uh, correct about uh, the Texans and then it was a 10 point lead um, for the Titans and then 10 point lead in the Super Bowl and the Browns don't have a good defense they are getting Denzel Ward back but the Chiefs offense is just incredibly powered they might get Clyde Edwards back and I definitely agree Mahomes over Baker and yeah I have it 31-21 it's the Chiefs yeah uh, my prediction is a lot more uh, violent than yours, you could say. I have 30-14 to 14 Chiefs winning. I don't think this would be close for more than a half. I love the Browns' story. I feel like they need OBJ back. They need another receiver. And they need to learn. And th- th- that's really what this is. Mahomes had to go through his first run and run into Tom Brady and lose. And, th- and that's why I think helped him the second time. He needs that experience. And I think Baker, winning a game is good. He's going to get to learn from winning a game and losing a game. And Mahomes is a great uh, opponent to face, especially for uh, up-and-coming QB like Baker. But uh, while the Browns definitely have a chance if they can get the ball and uh, stop them a couple times, like you said, I don't know how much. They're going to triple-team Miles Garrett if they have to. And then Denzel Ward can't man up Tyreek. No one can. So I hope it's a good game. I do not have faith in the Browns for the second straight week. And if they win this week, I may take them to win the entire thing. Uh, but I think we can move on to the last game. And I, I believe the best game of the weekend uh, between New Orleans and Tampa Bay. This game is at uh, 640 Eastern on Sunday night. Um, and it's two foes who we've never seen meet, meet in the playoffs before besides their age. Drew Brees and Tom Brady. Your thoughts? Yeah, um, it's also the third time they're meeting, and um, I know the first game was on Sunday Night Football, and New Orleans has just blown out Tampa Bay both times they have met. So it's definitely a good matchup because I think you mentioned it. New Orleans didn't play well, and I didn't think Tampa Bay played well in their postseason debuts this season. And 
but I, I I just have a thing about New Orleans. I know it's risky as it's the third time. It's very hard to be a team the third time. Last time I think the other team won was 2000 Cowboys, 2007 Cowboys versus the Giants. The Giants beat the Cowboys after the Cowboys had beat them two times in the regular season. But I'm staying with New Orleans. It's just I didn't like how Tampa Bay started the half against a, an opponent that was the only really good thing was their defensive line going into the game. and But Tyler Heineke did play well. So I'm just going to stick new, with New Orleans as uh, – but it's going to be a much closer game. So I have 24 to 20. What do you think? Yeah, um, I disagree with the winner. This is the second time this episode where we have differing winners. I'm trying to make a comeback in our little score here. But um, I don't trust Drew Brees throwing the ball deep as much as I trust Tom Brady. I believe there's more uh, playmakers on the offense of Tampa Bay. Uh, while there is Alvin Kamara and there is Michael Thomas, if he can, t- can play well, as he's had some questionable performances, to say the least, this season. The, the Tampa Bay has Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, Ronald Jones, Leonard uh, Fournette. It's going to be a good game. I have it 27-21 Tampa Bay. I think the game will be 21-20, and then Tom will drive down the field and uh, have a game-winning touchdown with under a minute left. But I, like you said, it's very hard to beat a team three times. Now, imagine beating Tom Brady three times. With the coach of Bruce Arians and the defensive coordinator of Todd Bowles, I do not see it happening. This may be the last game for Drew Brees, and I think it's going to be a great game. Both teams have a serious chance of winning it, but I trust Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, as I will never bet a bet against Tom Brady. So, I mean, it's just how it works. Yeah, and you made an excellent point about Tampa Bay's weapons. It's just I they haven't really clicked. Like, they'll click for – like a half, and then they go for a game. So I just don't see them clicking. So that's why I give the edge to New Orleans, as I think Alvin Kamara is going to come to play. And you made a great point about Drew Brees. If he can throw the deep ball, I hope he can do it, because he has Emmanuel Sanders, who's a great deep ball threat. But it will definitely be a good game to watch. So I think that concludes our episode. Unless you want to say anything else. Often. No, I'm all good. This is going to be a great, another great weekend of football. Yep. Uh, just like last weekend. So thank you for listening to our 20th episode. Make sure to check out our last episode. As I mentioned, Austin went 4-2 and two on the predictions, and I went 5-1. and one. We'll be keeping track of these scores. Maybe Austin can make a comeback, or maybe I only lose one game. We'll see. Uh, check out our trailer if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Um, just to remind you all, we are an Apple podcast now, so make sure to subscribe, maybe leave a review. We greatly appreciate it and have a great long weekend and enjoy some football. Mm-hmm.